Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Welcome to the Astonishing Alcoholics, where we talk about what comics are hot this week over one, two, or quite possibly 20 drinks. Va, 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 voom. That's pretty cool. What is that? What is that? A fish? Welcome to the show. Just talk normally. I've killed everybody. They're all dead. (laughs) It's just me now. This is no longer a comics podcast. It's just just whatever comes to my mind first. (laughs) I'm scared, and so should you. Sure should we give a little? Should we give a little teaser? No one will ever hear about our cosplay for AwesomeCon. What? What we're gonna be going as? We're going as. Uh, the show is, yeah. Wait, what are we going as? Professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my best work. <laughs> Four episodes later, and the same joke is still running hot. When they stop laughing, we'll stop stop using it once they stop laughing. Oh, they're just talking about cocaine. (laughs) Listener, listener, if you're out there and you're listening, this is going to the authorities. Material, you don't even know. We've been off air for the last, it seems like four hours. Yeah. I've said a lot of good stuff. Fortunately for you, we're back on air. You'll you'll be happy to know that tonight we have a different seating arrangement, one that finds me on the very same love seat with my good buddy here, (laughs) Aria. Operative word being love. I had to stop (laughs) Aria from literally trying to poison Andrew. Yeah, he did try and poison me with my drink this week. So it was was one time. It was it was less than ideal to say the least. We gotta. Oh, you say the cool thing about that cool thing she's that makes us sound cool. Don't you think he The shot thing? Yeah. Yeah, I will. We got, like, a, we got a great little thing lined up for this. He's going to say a great thing about Harambe. Real real classy, real in memory. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> Don't worry, it's going to be great. Then get over here. We're trying to do it for the show. We're doing a thing for Harambe. Who's going doesn't matter. We just need it for a sound clip. We need we need the freaking sound clip. <laughs> okay. Tonight is a special occasion. One year ago. And three days. On Sunday. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're trying to do a sound bite here. <laughs> One year ago, on Sunday, Harambe took a bullet to the head for us, and we're going to take a shot of bullet to the head for Harambe. Ladies and gentlemen. Harambe. 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 Hey. You guys are all spilling your shots on me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect. Mm. Uh. <coughs> uh. I hope oh you went God. gently into that sweet, sweet yeah. night. Good sir. Not that great <laughs> American patriot. Oh we wouldn't God. have the name of our studio today. <laughs> <sighs> Wow. <laughs> that's, 
that's Until going. later tonight. <laughs> that's going in as well. This, this, is, this, this is lining up for More me, shots, but. more shots. More shots for Harambe. Oh, nah, you can never do enough no, shots no, for Well, he, he did. <laughs> <laughs> that's going in, that's going in. There's a lot of good old bites here. That's my text message alert now. It's amazing. I'm going to edit just that segment just for you. I'll send it to you so you can send it in your text message. Man, speaking of Harambe, good old American hero died in the line of duty yeah. enjoying one soft moment with a child. Only be, only be gunned down in Jesus. the streets. When you put it that way, I'm kind of not on his side anymore. Taken in his prime. Right? You can assume what's a gorilla's prime. <laughs> I think gorillas only have primes. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Nevertheless, gunned down in his or her prime. Yeah. Uh, Arya, in honor of our fallen hero. Yeah. What is in our cup? Uh, we call it the sunsets for Harambe. Sunsets for Harambe. Wow. It is uh, a little bit of banana Malibu rum. Mm. Ooh. Gorillas love banana. They love it. They love it. Love them. Uh, yeah, a little bit of simply orange, orange and mango juice. Oh, tasting that. Yeah. Tasting that. Yeah. I taste um, it. Specifically that one in case you have allergies. Allerg- allergies. <laughs> allergies. 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 <laughs> Unless you have very uh, severe allergies. I have allergies to yeah. apples. Specifically, if you have allergies to apples. The, Mine uh, has apples. Other orange mango juice we got had apples, so Andrew couldn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you simply, out simply for orange. Well, yeah, Link yeah. did. I tried to kill you. I yeah. Well, <laughs> I put you guys on a love seat one night, and Arya's already tried to poison you. So, uh, oh, man, maybe that yeah. was a mistake. Yeah. Let me know if that throat starts closing up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Speaking of mistakes uh, and things that are not. Our uh, our super amazing uh, pull it past segment. Some may say the most professional segment. Uh, some would say. Who says that? Some. <laughs> <laughs> this some. We'll, we'll bring it in on Marvel. Now we're starting off the week. Speaking of good old American heroes, we got Cable number one. That's a pull. Captain America, Sam Wilson. That's a pass. <laughs> Deadpool, number 31. Is that the one you had me read? It is the first uh, Hail Hydra tie-in. That's a pull. little prequel story to one before Steve Rogers took over. Pull. Very yeah. cool. Uh, Deadpool versus Punisher. You said yes, so I'm going to say a pull. Awesome. Doctor Strange. Also um, a Hail Hydra tie-in. Yeah, in the it, dark from, from what I was looking over your shoulder reading it, that's a pull. Yeah. Uh, Gamora. That's a pass. Generation X, number two. That's a pull. Guardians of Galaxy Mother Entropy. Mm, they, that's a pass. They, I feel like they launched this like two weeks ago and they're already on five, so. <laughs> yeah. Pass. Uh, Gwenpool. Pass. Hulk. Pass. Man Thing. Pass. Moon Knight. Pass. Occupy Avengers. Pass. Old Man Logan 24. It is the finale of the yeah. Past Lives arc. If you want all those super cool covers, that's a big old pull. Yeah, yeah. and a huge shout out, Arya, you brought this up from Jeff Lemire to uh, Mark Millar and. The artist yeah. the, <laughs> of the Scott, original run of the formerly known as Scott McGinney. I think Scott McGinney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Huge shout out from Jeff Lemire on the last page of Steve McDevin. Steve, Steve McDevin. Yeah. Uh, for Mark Millar and Steve McDevin for kind of creating the the yeah. old man Logan time frame and telling that amazing story. Um, 
Secret Empire number three. Hail Hydra. Cool. <laughs> Secret Empire Uprising number one. Hail Hydra. Cool. Spider one. That's a big Hail Hydra pool. Oh, sorry. That's just a normal pool. That's a normal pool. Uh, Star Wars Doctor Afro. That's a pass. Thanos. And another pass. All right. Now we're going to bring it over to DC for a little quick fire action. Coming out of yeah. Hyper, super quick. Super quick, you can say. Uh, speaking of quick, we got The Flash, number 23. Oh, definitely pull. Teen Titans Lazarus Contract Special, number one. Yeah, it is the final uh, installment of Lazarus Contract. Pull. Trinity Annual, number one. Pull. Wonder Woman Annual, number one. I passed. I know the movie's coming out, and I know it's an annual. I just, I have been so disappointed with what they've been doing with Wonder Woman. That you I'm, think they're going to ship a little too much towards the movie? No, I, I, I don't know. They may have. Like, I think just the Wonder Woman comics. You know what? Like the annual. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of it, right? Like the, <laughs> the annual sometimes is like a collection of stories. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure they're going to have something that ties into the movie. Yeah. Um, but just like. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I held on to Wonder Woman as long as I possibly could. Longer than any sane man could. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like what they were doing. They were messing with her mind too much. There was like, her whole history was a lie. Yeah, it, it was just, a little weird seem... even from the beginning. When I, I was really, reading through it. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. The movie's getting such great reviews already from critics. I was really disappointed with... She wasn't the strong character that I really wanted her to be yeah. in the comics. Okay. Sounds like a pass to me. Sounds like a pass. Uh, that brings us to Indies. We Ooh. have uh, Andrew, an old-time favorite of yours, Black oh, yeah. Science, number 30, Black Science. Oh, that's, a, Ooh, yeah. that's a pool. That's a pool. Yeah. Now, I got to say, I saw this cover in the comic book shop. It almost looks like Mordor on the front, which oh. I thought was super They've been some cool. cool covers. Yeah. Think yeah. back a couple issues to the superhero one. I was just going to say, yeah, you brought yeah, that, that was like issue 16 one. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah or 26. Yeah. I saw oh. this and just got a really strong, like, kind of fantasy quest vibe, and yeah. I was like, oh, man, that looks cool. I think that's what's cool about Black Science is because they're <laughs> going to all these arts and dimensions. They can pull from these different like worlds and yeah. what is it? Model it after yeah. them. That's pretty cool to say. Yeah, it really gives Remender just like free reign to do yeah whatever. whatever t- cool tell story. whatever the hell yeah. story you want. Which I'm totally fine. Do, do yeah. the Lord's work. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, second on the list of indies is sex. Criminals. Oh, criminals. Right. <laughs> uh, sex guys, criminals. I think you guys have read this. Um, it's it gets really good reviews. We have brought it up in our uh, segment on who would you rob a bank with, though. You picked the sex yeah, criminals. So. Did I? That makes sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I don't remember. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, we'll leave it at that. That's a pull. Uh, the indie we have rock and rolling after that is Saga. You you guys haven't heard that one yet either. That's got my personal. Andrew's stamp of guarantee on it. I Which I can tell you, listener, does not exist. Yeah, it's, so, uh, it's, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, this one is good. Yeah. Stamp of approval. Good. You were in on it uh, from day one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. several first issues, so if anyone wants to buy them. It's about $300 a piece. And there you go. <laughs> uh, I got to pay rent this month, all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But read them. It's really good. Yeah, you do. I didn't realize they were on issue 43. That guy cranks yeah. them out. It's really yeah. good. It's been running for a little bit. Um... Speaking of which, that is going to roll us into uh, what we liked best this week. Arya, bring us in with what you got, man. Yeah, man. Uh, this week, I picked up the Trinity Annual. Um, I always liked the, the Trinity run, even in the, in the New 52. And then them bringing it back here started out pretty interestingly. They were fighting Mongol again. And then um, I think you guys might remember this. The last time I picked Trinity, they actually introduced the Trinity of like evil. Yes. Just Luther, yeah. Cersei, and Ra's al Ghul. 
Ra's or, or Rayshagul, depending Ra's on who you talk to. And uh, there was the monster of the the three heroes came out yeah, of Lazarus. Yeah, like the amalgamation yeah, of the yeah, three yeah. of them. Yep. Um, this actually picks up right after that issue. I was wondering what happened. Like they immediately forgot about that because the, the next issue after that was completely not connected. Um, this issue issue picks up right after they found the pits. Luther decides to leave. He's like, ah, I got my own shit to do. I'll see you guys later. So it's Cersei and Ra's al Ghul in this cave. And it pans back to, like, she's, she's talking about, Cersei's talking about uh, how, like, Luther will be back. Like, it's fate. The lad, these pits um, have, the, the Pandora pits have basically, like, set in stone that, like, we are going to take down. Like, we're going to fuck some shit up. And uh, so she's convincing Ra's, who doesn't really need that much convincing. He's like, yeah, I kind of see your point. And it flashes back to Bruce, uh, Clark, and Diana, all in their civvies, if you will, uh, <laughs> at the most expensive five-star Michelin restaurant, like in Gotham City. Now, wonder who's, picking, wonder who's picking up that tab. Well, funny, that's a running joke in the entire like beginning of it. <laughs> and he's like, because uh, he's talking to Bruce, is like, you know, I'm probably you guys are probably wondering why I brought you here and all that. And Clark's like, yeah, you know, to the most expensive restaurant in the city, like I really am. And then. In, like, lower, just, like, smaller text, he's like, Lois is going to, like, lose her shit when she sees this bill. <laughs> and, and, and Diana's just like, nah, it's fine. Like, I'm sure Bruce has the bill. He's like, yeah, I mean, like, I own the place. It's fine. <laughs> classic, classic. So he's talking about how, like, they should spend more time out of costume to maintain. And, like, what's funny is Superman's the one that fills in the human connection, like, in that line. Because Bruce is kind of disconnected as Batman but he's talking sure. to an alien and a goddess yeah. who are like just as like so far removed compared to him um, and he's just uh, brooding exactly yeah. <laughs> they're like literally <laughs> not humans <laughs> <laughs> and so you know they're talking about how like they're stronger together and it's nice to you know spend time and all that and then at the end Bruce is like you know, yeah you're absolutely right but uh, you're still gonna have to pick up your own tab <laughs> which conveniently Superman's like oh well, I hear something on the Justice League like alarm <laughs> I'll take the and it's and it's bad news and you see his hooded figure and he's going down the steps of this cave which you recognize as uh, um, where Cersei Ra's al Ghul and Luther were I did I did recognize and he it. takes a picture of this photo of these like three demons like ripping intestines and entrails yeah. out of humans and like eating Superman them Superman takes a picture no no no, no. Um, the hooded figure you don't know who it is oh, but he okay. uses magic to basically take what he calls a magic photograph and send it to um, Batman Superman and Wonder Woman Wow. And like he literally puts his hands together as if he's like framing a shot with his fingers. And like, technology for years. And then you just hear like <laughs> it's called email. click. Yeah. And he, goes, and he has this stupid little one line. It's Magic. Like, <laughs> so, I'm taking a photo and sending it to the Justice League. Yeah. Insert Ma- magic here. <laughs> and it says he, he has this dumb line. He's like selfies were invented by the ancient Greeks, you know. And so it's like flies what? back to the hero. Yeah, it's just like this stupid insert. But anyway, he's fighting these, like, the, the minions of Ra's al Ghul find him, and he pulls off his hood. He goes, they're like, this barrier is protected by Ra's al Ghul's uh, League of Assassins, and to hear his name is, like, certainty for your death. And Jason Blood's like, or who you now see is Jason oh. Blood, is like, uh, you I am with this guy. My name's Blood, Jason Blood. And uh, you don't have to worry about me, but it's my less aesthetically pleasing alter ego you have to worry about. <laughs> and he says, gone, gone, a form of man... Rise the, the demon Etrigan! I'll drink to that. Completely cuckadoodle doos every. Like, there's a two page, splash page of him mm. just 
lighting people on fire, clawing them to death. That's it's amazing. pretty awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. That's I awesome. really do enjoy seeing Etrigan a lot. Yeah. And he, he stumbles upon, not stumbles upon, but he discovers Cersei and Ra's al Ghul. Rips them apart. Well, he tries to. And then Ra's al Ghul, two blade slices like his torso. Classic and so Ra's al Ghul. His blood ends up in the Pandora pits, and then all of a sudden, uh, the waters come out, swallow Etrigan up, and dump him into it. And they're like, oh, he's gone. Yeah, clearly. Out of the water rips this giant, like, avatar of Etrigan. Like, huge. Holy smokes. And he's like, oh, I'm finally free. The Pandora pits have, like, released me of this curse of being chained to Jason Blood. Now I'm going to eat a bunch of humans. Like, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> wow. And he's... Freaking gigantic. Like, he's effectively the size of like Alcatraz yeah. at this point. He busts through the roof, flies towards like the shores of Greece, and then you see Jason Blood crawl out. Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman are on their way, and Superman's flying like pushing the bat plane instead of letting it fly on its yeah. own. And so it's going much faster. And Batman's like, Yeah, that sound is like the wings they're about to rip off. And then he's like <laughs> then you see this huge boom on the page, and he's like, That was the sound barrier. Again. <laughs> He's like, what? Like, he said it was an emergency. So he gets there. They confront Etrigan. They have this huge epic battle over Greece. Diana's cutting up these, like, winged demons that are flying around. Um, indeed, indeed. And Jason Blood kind of walks out into the water. Batman gets shot down. He sort of he disengages parachute because he's getting chased by these <coughs> demons. And he's flying towards the water at, like, insane speeds. Rips open his glider at the last second and flies up and ends up catching Jason Blood and, like, taking him back. Because he's like, look, we got to shove this demon back inside of you. Meanwhile, Jason Blood was celebrating how free he was. And Batman's like, no, 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 no. Like, it's, your fun's over. Like, this thing's got to go back. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so he takes him back to shore and he drops him off. And he's like, listen, I can do this binding spell again, but it takes, like, real sacrifice. Like, somebody has to die. And so Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all are to, like, just take our lives. Like, whatever. This thing's gonna rip apart the Take world. Take Superman's! Yeah. <laughs> uh, where's Doomsday when you need it? Right? And so Jason Bond's like, well, alright, like, this is irreversible. Like, this isn't something you can, like, trick your way out of. Uh, and they all agree, like, you know, we'll pay the price and all that stuff. So he binds Etrigan back into him. And, but before the spell could take its effect, which I know you're upset about because Superman's still alive, Andrew. Yeah, I do see uh, that. Cersei comes by and she's like, no, absolutely not. If this thing needs power, I'll, like, shoot whatever demonic energies out of me into it and suffice because if anybody's going to kill one Roman it's going to be me typical stupid supervillain. her goal could have been accomplished like a panel ago but you know whatever Dumb idiot. Uh, afterwards <laughs> Etrigan's all like pissed off because he's like no I'm going back to this damn like dirty prison ape. yeah <laughs> this damn dirty ape um, and then uh, Jason Blood takes them back downstairs and show them where the Pandora pits were but Cersei has already managed to move the pit somehow. There's like a channel that they can they Magic. can travel through, and she's like, "Like I told you, Roz, like we're tied together. This is gonna happen one way or another." And he believes her now because of you know everything she's done so far. Um, last panel, you see Red Hood, Artemis, and Bizarro walk yeah. in. So yeah. like now you're introducing three characters that I really love in a series. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see where that goes. But I'm really glad they picked this story back up because it was pretty fun. And it's, it's always good to see Etrigan like rampaging across yeah. an I entire do. city. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that feels pretty all right. Yeah, I do enjoy that. Andrew, you enjoy that? I do. What else do you enjoy? X Men. Uh, okay, well that's fair. Yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> In other news, water is wet. <laughs> uh, I picked for us this week uh, Generation X issue two. Um, not the best X-Men title, but an X-Men title nonetheless. <laughs> um, 
It was pretty good. It. This is a series that really it segues around a couple of weirdos, Quinn Choir and Jubilee. Some more like fringe characters yeah. in the X Men scene right now, for yep. sure. Definitely some of the like, kind of the new school, some of the newer X Men. Um, this issue is pretty interesting. It opens up with Quinn Choir. He's in quote unquote detention, uh, repairing the the damage that he had done. What's the shirt? What's he wearing? Talk to me. Uh, I'm gonna say Hugo Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds like him. <laughs> yeah. So thank God. So he's repairing the <laughs> he's repairing the classroom that he destroyed in his fight last issue. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's like, man, this sucks. He monologues. He's like, people think that time like doesn't have enough time. That like like time's too short. Like life's too short. He's like, if you were as powerful as me, you would know that life is too long. Like it's excruciatingly excruciatingly boring. To be as powerful as I am, and have to deal with like everybody else because everybody yeah. else is an idiot. So he's just—he's <laughs> like—he's he's like think like they're just lucky I have nothing better to do. Well, it's kind of like the Flash who like perceives time as like, yeah super fucking slow. Right, yeah, he's yeah. so powerful. <laughs> he just like everything else is beneath him. So um, he's repairing his classroom, and then he sees a big commotion out in the hallway, and it's one of the uh, instructors at the new school ushering. Remember the tour group of humans? Oh uh, yeah. I don't want to cut you yeah. off, Andrew. But let me ask you a quick question because yeah, yeah, I know fine. from some exposure I've seen. To Quentin, yeah, in Thor, in that original run of Generation yep. X, I know yep. that's something he references very often that he's extremely powerful. But there are scenes like even in that first issue where he's fighting like three of his classmates yeah. and doesn't like immediately cuck them. He's like he's like fighting them in an extended fight. So is, he's he, at, is he Omega level? He is Omega. His nickname is Kid Omega. Is oh, his wow. X-Men that's pretty name. cool. Man. Mm. Uh, We'll get into it. it's. It's mostly due to the fact that he's just he he literally thinks everyone's beneath him. So like so he just barely tries. He's he's kind of just like fucking around. He's like, well, if I I could cu- I could snap my fingers and win this fight, but it's more interesting if I like yeah. just toy yeah, around. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, but we'll see some more of that as we go on. So he he sees commotion in the hallway. Um, the tour group of humans is being ushered into a safe room, and Quinn pokes his he- pokes his head out. And it's like, hey, what's going on? And, and the instructor's like, oh, like the purifiers, the anti-mutant group is attacking the school. Mm. And Quinn's like, thank God, something interesting. <laughs> something to do. So you, you got on the lawn, you see like a bunch of like no-name mutants, you see Kitty Pride, you see Jubilee, um, and they're all getting cucked by the, by the purifiers. They're shooting is that, them. Is that a street shark? That's a street shark, yeah. street <laughs> shark, yeah. The street shark is there. A uh, shark girl. Um, so the purifiers are gunning them down with laser bullets, uh, chaos everywhere. Um... Ju- uh, Kitty Pride's like Jubilee take you and like the basically the the cast of Generation X like right? the crew like take them over to where the humans are being taken take them to the safe room and just like protect them but it's um, daytime how is Jubilee outside that's uh, several questions I do have several <laughs> questions about that um, so Jubilee's like alright well you know we've got to protect humans that's what X-Men do and so it's utter chaos and then you see Quinn Choir just float up in midair arms crossed Hugo Boss suit He's like, he's like, he's like, he looks, he oversees all the chaos. The purifiers are cucking mutants left and right. He's like, oh, you guys were waiting for me, like, to end this, like you shouldn't have. And everyone's like, Jubilee's like, no, Quentin, come back. Like, Kitty wants us to go protect the the humans. And he's like, nah, I don't need any dead weight. Like, I got this. And he flies over to the purifiers. Jubilee chases him down, um, and he creates like a huge like psychic vortex and like sucks all the laser blasts from the guns into the vortex so like all the guns are neutralized 
And he's like, oh, well, you know, there we go. And then he's like, psychically, hey, all you purifiers, hit yourself in the face. And they, and there's, like, there's probably like 50 purifiers on the lawn, and they all start beating, not just like hitting them, it's like slapping, they're just like beating their face into like a bloody scene palm. In Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. Gotta yeah. be had his own comic. And, and, and all the other mutants are like, uh. <laughs> and Jubilee runs up, she's like, yo, Quentin, like, chill. And he's like, she like yells at him, and he's like, Oh, sorry. Yeah, I see your point. Fine. <laughs> and Quinn goes, stop hitting yourself. And everyone breathes a sigh of relief. And just shoot yourselves. And they all pull their guns <laughs> up to their heads. <laughs> and then you just see like, a little panel of like, Jubilee, like, with, like, a, sort of, like a shock over my face. Like, what? <laughs> um, so he's, he's immensely powerful when he wants to be. He's like, with a word, can make everyone. But anyway. Did you don't, they do it? You don't know yet. Uh... Cue the library, which is the safe room. The humans are kind of getting into it with some of their mutant protectors. They're like, fuck you mutants, we're in danger because of you. One of the purifiers breaks into the room. He's like, I'm going to gun all of you fuckers down. Um, and you're like, oh shit, they're dead. Um, cue, <laughs> cue outside to the lawn. They're just tying up all the purifiers. And Jubilee's like, Wait, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, we just can't have people kill themselves in like on the property of the Xavier <laughs> school. And Quinn's like... Yeah, well, whatever. Like, you know, I just no mutants got hurt, so I figured it'd be fine. Yeah, and uh, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And then one of the mutants is like, "Yo, there are like all of them are accounted for except one. Where's the other guy?" And he's the guy in the library. Um, and then you see a splash of him gunning down the library. He's like just shooting everything up. People are ducking and diving. Um, what ends up happening is basically. Jubilee runs in the library, totally cucks this guy, knocks him out with vampire powers. Um, and then she's like, she, she's got the, the cast of the Generation X around her in the library. And they're like, man, that was crazy. And she's like, listen, some of you are powerful. Some of you are crazy. Some of you just want to learn to be normal. Uh, but like, we've divided all the mutants into different squads and you're under my purview. And so like, you're going to do what I say from here on forward. And Quinn's like, you know, classic when he's like, oh, they just put us on this squad because they ran out of room on the X-Men and they just, like, want to, like, just keep us busy. <laughs> and, like, all the other ones like, huh, like, is that true? And Jubilee just kind of, like, shrugs. She's like, audible shrug. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and so that's, that's kind of how the episode cl- closes. Um, wow. Some good parts, some bad parts. Like, like you said, it's interesting that Jubilee can be out in the sun now. Um, I hate that she's a vampire still. Um, I love Quentin. More of him is awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's um, amazing. I hate most of the other cast, but it, but it, it as it's setting up now, this wasn't the greatest issue I've ever read, but it's really setting up to be Quentin focused. Is it canonical right now that she can't be in the sun? It's supposed to be because she's a van- she's lost all her mutant abilities, yeah. and is now a hundred percent vampire with like enhanced speed, strength, the fangs. Um, yeah. doesn't have firework powers anymore, and she's not she's not supposed to be able to go in the sun. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Unless something has happened, but the last time we saw her, like a year ago in a series, she couldn't go out in the sun. Okay. So okay. maybe they didn't care about that. Maybe they don't. But more Quentin's not a bad thing. So never at all. Shh. God, that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I want to get that like blown up and put on. Oh, that. I see your point. Stop hitting yourself <laughs> and shoot yourselves. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I uh, I love that guy so yeah. much. Uh, but uh, speaking of other stuff that. Other guys that you love so much. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you weren't gonna say it, I was. Yeah, gonna well, say I got it. you. I got because you. Because there's one guy in this room that I love 
very much, is and it is Cable. Oh, I thought it was Ari. Uh, <laughs> no, it's Cable. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought no. it was you. It's, uh, it's a fictional comic book character. <laughs> uh, and it, this is his number one issue. Now I'll say... Cable number one. Similar kind of thing to what you were just talking about with Generation X, Andrew. I got some things that I really like about this. I yep. think really hold true to the theme and the feel of Cable. Sure. And some things I feel are kind of like choppy, kind of gritty, kind of rough around the edges. Um, but we open up on kind of like uh, almost like we talked about in Kate Bishop before. She had those, those kind of like targeting targeting yeah. radicals. Like we got a little bit of a, a targeting like read, kind of telling us where we are. We're clearly in some kind of old-timey, like, western town. It says, time, location, determined, Nobeline, Arizona, United States, 1874. Yeah. Uh, so, super, super old-timey. You can imagine a lot of people are in period pieces, old kind of clothes. We got a group of guys uh, at a poker table playing. And you can tell there's been kind of, like, maybe a little bit of a scuffle. Some people have been knocked out. Some kind of Everyone's kind of looking at them. Either looking directly at them or making making effort to not look at them at all. Seems like your classic saloon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're going around, they're talking like, you know, you're kind of getting a sense that, that they've got something not everyone else has. They're like, listen, we run this town now. We're dealing with this power. Nobody can deal with us. Nobody except one. But you also see like there's bodies on the ground. I didn't notice it the first time. It's one big panel. Yeah. And there's you don't notice the two dead bodies on the ground until yeah, you like yeah, yeah. do a double take. Yeah. So yeah, people kind of spread about. They, they've cl- they're clearly like rough now. They're not there yeah. just having a good time. Like they're there to like take things over. And they're talking about how nobody can counter them. And then you just see one panel, a huge metallic arm punches through the saloon doors. Bucky made it. And Who is to be next? <laughs> you think, right, we, we talked about this, but you think like, oh, the old west, like, oh, it's so cool. It's yeah. going to be Cable showing up in like a period piece, like Dude, cowboy. They, they did a fantastic, like, if you look at that first intro, picture any classic saloon from any like western, and yeah. they like, nailed it spot on. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's and perfect. Even picture any like time travel movie yeah. where they're huge hangups. Absolutely. Like, oh, we're from the future. Like, we gotta wear what they wore. Yeah, go back and like we gotta kick, Blend like, in. kick yeah. their teeth in. All of a sudden, Cable stands there, dead center of the doorway, punching both saloon doors. Classic open. saloon door, yeah. Cla- yeah. <laughs> Cla- like canonical, like blue cable outfit. <laughs> He's got grenades strapped <laughs> to his chest. He's got a laser grenade launcher on his back, a pistol on his on his hip, and another like laser rifle on his back with a gleaming eye. And he's like, "No need for introductions." <laughs> Amazing. He proceeds to like kick the door in. They all pull what we kind of come to find is what they were talking about. They pull like laser rifles themselves. Very futuristic, yeah. Very futuristic. So you get the sense that Cable's chasing somebody else from the future who's looking for something, supplying people with where he's going, kind of weapons of the future to aid him in his search. Yep. Um, What I love here, which I wish was depicted a little bit more. But all these guys, four guys whip out laser rifles, super futuristic, so there's no like easy way to deal with that. Cable smiles and he says, like, oh, you guys are totally fucked. Yeah, I've seen bigger guns. Yeah. <laughs> Next panel, everyone's totally fucked already. Um, what most likely happened there is he used like his telekinetic powers to just have to like disarm everybody and fuck them up. So that would have been super cool to see. Uh, but he basically goes through, he's got one of the bad guys strung up from his ankles upside down, 
And he's like, listen, I'm here now. I know you're afraid of whoever gave you these guns, but I will literally slit your throat if you don't tell me. <laughs> if you don't tell me who the fuck gave you these yeah. guns. And the guy's like, listen, it was this guy. He was looking for some stuff. I'll take you to where he found it. He said if we helped him, he'd give us these guns. Uh, Cable gets to this spot, and he, you can, he's tracking like a time signature, like a vortex jump. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, listen, you go back to that town. Get into a jail cell with your friends, or I'm gonna come back. And this guy was like, "Okay, yeah, okay, I, like I definitely believe that you're gonna come back and like literally murder me." So, Sounds yeah, good. I will be in jail. See you later. <laughs> um, next thing we see, Cable uh, has ended up in the next spot. Uh, time location: 1543 Japan, the heat of province. Yeah. Uh, there's a village on fire, just completely burning to the ground. Uh, there's only one surviving lady that we can see, bodies scattered across the ground. Um, and, and this lady's, you know, like, she's capable and she's like, are you a demon? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I ain't here to hurt you, so, like. Again, great job I, depicting the, the time period. The time, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Cable, right? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Cable, yeah. once again, massively standing yeah. out. Which is great. Which to, is like, great. Uh, like, farmers and, like, and, like, samurai basically saying that, um. Uh, you know, like, I'm here, I'm not the, uh, like, yeah, I am kind of a demon, because I kill lots of people, uh, but I'm not here to be your demon, like, yeah. what's happened here? Uh, and she's like, oh, you know, men's with, men with uh, flaming swords came through, and he's yeah. like, oh, it kind of sounds like future tech to me, better find out these guys. <laughs> Point me in that direction, <laughs> Which way do they go? Uh, now, this is another kind of example of, there's a little bit of, at least in my opinion, I think, Andrew, to your point that you've brought up a couple of times, yeah. and it's been really good, this really great depiction yeah. of the period. Thinking back, I think how he translates, because this is clearly translated Japanese. Sure. sure, sure, sure. I think that the reason this this conversation between him and this woman feel a little choppy is because it's supposed to be like translated Japanese that's, yeah. that's being a little choppy. Because he says like mother, he refers to his mother. Yeah, there, there are yeah. some weird words that you can tell like kind of don't quite translate. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. I actually really yeah, like so. that they did that. Right, right. Which had cool. Originally, when I was reading through it, I was like, "Oh, this conversation feels a little odd to me." Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought Probably maybe intended, the writing was yeah. yeah but yeah. I, I think now that it was maybe just intentional because be it's this, so like, common for them to just add carrots and asterisks and be like translated from Russian, and it's like yeah. perfect. And English. it was just regular, yeah. like a regular English conversation. Yeah. yeah. Even here, like we we kind of pan over to some uh, Ronin uh, that we once again assuming like a very similar kind of setting to. The, the cowboys that we came across, obviously a different time period, yeah. but four guys around a, a fire, or three guys, um, and, and they're kind of talking in that, like you're saying, that same kind of, like, you get a really Japanese feel when you read through the translations, because they're not just saying normal, like, English phrases. Um, so originally I was getting kind of a choppy vibe, vibe going through, but they're saying, you know, I think whatever spirit you still retain, you should ready for the one we were foretold of. Um... Speaking of which, once again, Cable <laughs> with his laser grenade launcher. His, What's up, guys? Yeah, his assault rifle, grenade strapped to his chest, and a big blue outfit. Charging straight through yeah. the forest. And he's just like, I don't like, listen, I'm going to shoot you guys in the head. And, and <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about anything else. Uh, he rolls in. He's kind of like, he's, he's kicking them down. He's shooting some of them. Like, it's feeling pretty good. And they're like, you know, those last guys who fought, they were prepared for a battle. Like, 
we set up for a war. And suddenly, like, a shit ton of dudes roll in, all yeah. with flaming future swords. And now he's, like, fighting them all. Um, this battle kind of ends the story for us here, which was a little probably my my least favorite part of the yep. comic. Yeah. Uh, and was kind of an awkward ending for me. Uh, he's He's got his kind of, like, psionic knife. He's, like, slashing people up with his super, super cool. He's getting hit by arrows, and you can kind of tell he's, like telekinetically stopping them or stopping them from like piercing him hugely um but they make a mention of the fact that like like as he's using his powers he's like weakening uh at one point they cut off his metallic armor what's what's a little confusing you see a lot of like almost like blue computer cody like almost like tron like stuff floating through the air like you see it when they cut off his arm you see it when he's getting hit by the arrows so it's very possible he's just like a hologram that, that ran in. But the last page here, the to be continued, is Cable like lying effectively dead on the ground. His arm is being cut off, and there's a flaming sword like stabbing the ground next to him. Uh, which was like kind of an odd way to end it for me. Like, especially the number one. I would have liked a little more yeah. like idea of where we're going yeah. next. Or, um, I kind of felt the same way. You either want an idea of where the series is going or you want like a big kind of show of force from the character yeah but you almost want you almost want the that army to show up and cable to just totally cuck him like totally like, take like him out blink and the fields yeah. just like roll up and, and then and then kind of tease something that he won't be able to deal with like yeah. set up his like how great he is and yeah. then like say oh well there's something coming that's gonna and then like it burns you in this just felt like he said it was an awkward end to the yeah. like a number one issue it just didn't really it didn't really get me excited for the number yeah. two outside of just being a big cable okay, fan yeah, sure. nothing about the comic in general yeah. got me excited for what comes and, next and the interesting thing mm-hmm. is I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call him a totally fringe character but definitely outside of the main line of mutants for and, sure and really yeah. he hasn't had a standalone anything in, in quite some time so interesting choice like you said you know you are interested in it because you're a big cable fan interesting choice to do in his number one issue, right? Like maybe someone who has never really run across that character before. Yeah, yeah, because I think they they sort of robbed you a lot of what would be like totally awesome, right? Like you said, that first scene, these guys shooting at them, then all of a sudden they're all on the ground, like yeah. tucked, and already the the dirty work's already done, basically. Yeah, I have a feeling that the ending for this one, just based on the quote, the tomorrow becomes yesterday. This might be one of those where it starts later on in the story and you go back. It could be. I I just feel like they kind of missed an opportunity where, like you said, Andrew, Cable's been out of kind of the public mindset for a long time. Yeah. Um, It it would have been a good space to kind of bring him back in, establish a power set, like clearly outline, at least from from a writer that's just getting his hands on him, like what he believes the strength and weaknesses to be. Things like that, like really flush out the character kind of early on. Yeah. And it just, it didn't really feel like that. Yeah. Uh, which just I think was a chance kind of, to pull him in. Yeah, yeah. I think it was kind of a missed opportunity in the original, but still, I mean, still some things that went really well. It was yeah, they had a lot, of, to, a lot of good notes. It was fantastic to see Cable like back in a standalone. Like, I'm excited that going forward, like we're gonna really flush out the story and. Uh, 
uh, Robinson with his hands on it as he gets a little more comfortable with the character. Kind of in like I'm really pulling for like a Tom King effect here mm-hmm. uh, that he just kind of Quite unravels possibly. and really like it's comes into his own. Like, really yeah. Does, yeah. And just starts telling some kind of amazing cable stories what would really be amazing for me. When our fingers are certainly crossed. Yeah. Well, it's an X-Man <laughs> so you know I'm going to be reading. <laughs> well, Cable, we'll see what happens in the number two. It's good to have you back, old friend. Yeah. Um... Yeah. You know who we're possibly never getting back, though? She's on the cover of this guy. Hell, Hydra. <laughs> Locked outside of the planet is Ooh. low Captain Marvel. R.I.P. Cap Marvel. R.I.P. <clears throat> Andrew, uh, I know uh, this one uh, lives close to, to your heart. Does. Man. Do you want to bring us in? I, I will bring us in, and, and once again, these are so freaking thick. We, these we are may, some goddamn media. We may be doing yeah. an, another ensemble piece here, so have your issues ready. Uh, I'll, I'll bring us in at least. Um, here we go. <clears throat> if you remember the end of last one, again, shout out to our good buddy Sean. Uh, Ultimate Steve Rogers showed up at the end of the last issue. So yep. this one opens up. It doesn't, it doesn't mince words. It gives you right what you're wanting. Back <laughs> to the forest. It's Ultimate Steve Rogers and the chick he saved. Uh, blonde chick, white dress, getting attacked by the snake gang. Steve Rogers saved her. Um, they're walking through the forest. She's been bit by the serpent gang. She's like, I'm dead. I'm a dead as a doorknob. <clears throat> Steve Rogers is like, nah, you can't die. She's like, well, there's nothing we can do. Like, you got to get out of here. You said you want to get home, right? And Steve Rogers is like, yeah, I, I do, but I, I don't know where I am. I don't know who, like, where I'm supposed to be going. Yeah. All I can remember is like bits and pieces of my past. And you get flashbacks of him in the army, stuff like that. Um, and he's like, I can't think about that. Like right now, there's a there's a, a stream up ahead. Um, I'll carry you there. We'll get you some water. We're gonna get you through this. Um, as the poison's kind of taking its toll. Yeah. And so he picks up the girl. He's like, No, it's no worry. Like it's just a short walk. I'll carry you the whole way. It can't be more than an hour. <laughs> it's like walking. Like, God, I'm yeah. a gangster. I don't um, think I can walk normally for an hour. Yeah. Let alone walk <laughs> carrying someone. Um, then you get a really cool, and, and this is all before kind of the title, the title, the title page. But then you get a really cool another pre little little story here where you got Rocket, Baby Groot, and uh, Quill, Peter Quill, appealing to a ensemble of Galactic Emperors, and he's like, "Listen, I'm Peter Quill." Many people know me as the amazing Star Lord. These are my associates. Earth is totally screwed. Uh, some <laughs> some lunatic who we thought was cool took over, and then Rocket chimes in. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, it's Captain America, but we're not convinced it's the real Captain America. <laughs> I've, we've got a couple code names floating around: uh, Hydra Cap, Captain Octopus Head, Stevel, <laughs> which I like too. Oh, Classic guys. Rocket. He's yeah. like, I'm quite partial to that one. Quill's like, here's here's the big part." There's a big old shield. No one on Earth can get off Earth, and all of our best people are outside of Earth. Mm. Yeah. And to make matters worse, there's wave after wave of Chikari coming, and all our best people are gonna die if we don't do something. You guys are Galactic Emperors. You've got the firepower. Can you help us? Like, can you help us out here? And the and and the Galactic Emperors all look at him, and the and the one up front goes, "Oh, that is interesting. We are familiar with Earth. Um, very, familiar. very familiar. <laughs> and 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 they're like now." Just to be clear, you're telling us that every Earthling has been trapped inside the shield, and the few that remain outside are facing certain death. And Peter Quill's like, yeah, yeah, that's the gist of it. And then you just get a little little kind of like mini splash page where it's like, the, the emperors are chasing them down, they're like, death to Earth! And one of them's like, hail! 
what was that again? And this other guy goes, Hydra! <laughs> <laughs> and Peter Quill rocking, he was like running, dodging laser bullets, and, and they're like, yeah, Captain Marvel, that didn't go so well. Apparently they all hate us. Like, <laughs> I gotta tell you, the way they did that panel is, is, really cool. is exactly like how it would have happened in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like it would have stopped at that panel, you'd see the, the star pop up around Star-Lord's head. Yeah. Like it, it would have been the perfect transition. To, like, yeah, yeah. Just Absolutely. some comic. This, this is a great job. Before we just go further, to comment on the art, it does a great job. The art style is consistent all the way through. Yeah. But the different little, like the different kind of story beats it hits when it's talking with Ultimate Steve Rogers and the girl in the forest. It's got like a very like almost dreamlike art style. And then like yeah. you're right, like the, the Star Lord part is very reminiscent of the movie mm-hmm. art style. So mm-hmm. it does a great job feeling the same. But it's all it's all very stylized to what's going on. Um, and then right before the title crawl, you get a big like splash page of Captain Marvel leading the fight against the Shatari and she's like, Well we're we're probably fucked. We're in the bones yeah. yeah. And and one person's like, Well, maybe we could try calling Galactus again. She's like, shut the fuck. Like we're done. Like this is we're totally fucked. Like we're gonna go out and fight because like we can't not fight. But... We were fucked the second we thought calling Galactus was a good right, idea. Right, like what? Come eat our planet. Um and that that takes us into the um yeah, really the main kind of uh, the title page, right? You get your little recap of the story, the big players, um, and we go from there. So The only, the only thing I'd touch on, because oh, yeah. I thought it was a little unclear in the beginning, or actually oh, I thought it was, it was super clear yeah. the first time we saw it, and now I was yeah. questioning it, is at the end, right after they mentioned calling Galactus, yeah. uh, oh, Captain Marvel you. says the only yeah. person that we have that's even close to that powerful and could yep. potentially get us back in is yep. Quasar. Who originally, the last time we saw her, was like being eaten by a space monster, and we just presumed dead, they, uh, all hope being lost, is actually in their infirmary and like, says, Quasar, she's not waking up, and she's got like medical yeah. like, things in her nose, and she's like clearly like not dead. The, the very, I'm glad you brought that up, because that was very interesting. If you remember back to, I think, probably in one of the Captain America issues. I think it was Oh, okay. Go ahead. One of the Captain Steve Roger Captain America issues where they did like the courtroom scene, he had actually taken Quasar when Captain Marvel was like touting her shield as like the next big thing. And and Steve Rogers was like, nah, like it's not that great. Like, I got this chick who can totally like beat it. And they had tested on like nukes and stuff and, and Cap sent Quasar up to space and he's like, cuck this thing. And if you remember, all the tests they had run, like they had Thor attack and they had uh, the Scarlet Witch attack and they had a nuke strapped on and nothing dented the shield it had the percent level and when Quasar blasted it it went from like 100% down to like 60 and like that, and, and Captain Marvel was like uh, like and then, and then Quasar like passed out and she's like uh, okay we're cool <laughs> <laughs> so, so what that says to me was that was probably Captain America like testing theoretically the only thing he thought could break yeah. it and he's like okay Who she can can't get in yeah. he's okay like, Thor yeah. can't that's pretty alright yep. oh Quasar well gotta have her eaten yep. by a space monster and, and, yeah. and he's like and even so he's like uh, he couldn't she couldn't really do it like she made it to 60 and passed out Kind of a cool teaser, though, right? Like, you kind of see the inn where she may wake up and, and prove him wrong. She's the only force yeah. that's ever dented it. At and all. she's yeah. alive and still, like, yep. kind of a potential. So I'm glad you brought that up because that yeah. was a little moment where I was like, ah, oh, that's a cool callback. Yeah, that's yeah, a really yeah. cool, cool little seed they planted. But uh, please, one of, one of you guys take it away. We're, uh, I'll leave you in Newark, New Jersey. Newark. Oh, <laughs> Newark, all right. You, you know a little bit about New Jersey. You yeah. want to take uh, yeah. away what's going on next? Uh, I lived... Close enough to Newark where the rent was cheap, but far enough away where I wasn't worried about getting robbed. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, 
Um, we come up, there is a uh, young lady approaching a gentleman. Oh. Uh, don't worry, not that kind of scene. Oh, damn it. Uh, it is who you realize is uh, Natalia Romanoff. Ooh. Um, and I, I actually don't, I forget who this guy is. It says he used to oh, wear Captain boomerang on his head. Captain, well, Captain, Captain Boomerang's from D.C. Well, it's the same kind But it's of thing. the same thing. It's he's, like he's Admiral Boomerang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. General, uh, General Sergeant Boomerang, Boomerang yeah. reporting for duty. Um, and he's kind of like this this crime boss. At least you get the the, the vibe of. And she, you know, Natalia mentions that uh, it's because you know every other crime boss in Kingpin is under the dark dimension in New York while you were hanging out here in fucking <laughs> Jersey. So like, yeah, no wonder you rose to power. And so he set up a meeting between her and some person. This, I apologize, yeah. Natasha Roman. I don't know why I keep saying Natalia. Natasha. Um, so mysterious. And, uh, you know, between Natasha and this uh, figure who you don't know who it is, but she walks into the room because, you know, she's paid the fee for this guy and whatnot. And so she walks in and it's Maria Hill. Hell. Who, when you look at sort of the roster list of, like, the players, is at large is Sam Wilson and Maria Hill. So yeah, they don't, know where she, they don't know where they're at. And so she's like, you know, this isn't exactly where I expected to find you. What was funny, too, is this this guy, Captain Boomerang or whoever, was talking about, like, yeah, I own the joint now. Like, you should really try the wings. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not fucking, I'm not here to eat. Like, I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, why? I was like, fuck. So, yeah. So she meets with Maria Hill, and Maria Hill is like, you know, you know, organized crime and terrorist insurgencies have, like, a long history of scratching each other's backs. And she's like, plus, you should try the wings. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought, like, there's a lot of humor and whatnot coming from Maria Hill in in a time where it's, like, really dark and they're referencing a lot of just stuff that's happened. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of arguing the line between, like, being a terrorist and freedom fighter and all that sort of stuff. Um, and Natasha's here to gather some intel, and basically all she has is, like, where Cap is going to be, I think it looks like. And Maria Hill's mentioning, like, well, yeah, this is the best I could do because basically anybody that works for this guy is assuming that if they get caught, they're going to the stockades. They're getting in front of a fire. This is a grinder. They're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're getting good. Yeah. Yeah. Rick, Rick Jones. Rick Jones, yeah. Rick Jones. The old Rick Jones special. Um, and, you know, the old any, anybody Harambe else? special. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. It's been a year. That's long days. enough. That's long enough. Uh, anybody else is in, like, this prison. So, she, you know, she goes away and... Maria kind of gives Natasha a bit of hell for, for um, was it, putting together her team, or the Red Room, basically, with these, these effectively, kids. She's like, not even I would use kids yeah. for assassins. Yeah. Which she just commented, because Natasha gave her shit for saying that, like, what, uh, he gets to execute half my friends in Level of City, but I'm the bad guy for wanting to make his corpse my new iPhone wallpaper? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So they kind of they challenge each other a little bit in terms of like morality and ethics and that sort of stuff, but um, it really is interesting, and that last panel is her like just questioning Natasha's idea, uh, decision to include like effectively children yeah. uh, into her, her kill squad, and then it pans over, her transitions kill over. Squad. To the uh, these new Avengers, this Red Room here, right, which is Riri, Miles Morales, uh, Lady, Lady Vision, Vision, some guy called the Falcon, and then the totally awesome Hulk. Yeah, Amadeus Cho. Amadeus Cho. Yep. Um, so here, and Nadia Pym. Right? Oh, Nadia Pym. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. My favorite one out of the whole. Yeah, the only, the best. Literally she's the only so one in the team that I like. Uh, yeah. Nadia Pym, aka the Wasp. The new Wasp. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, and so they're in this scenario, like they're you see them, they're fighting this villain, and uh, this was so cool, by the way. This is one of my yeah. favorite parts of the whole. Uh, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah, really, really neat. It's re- very reminiscent of, of um, 
just like any other, I guess, Avengers fight, but they're kind of like planning through. Like, there's this woman who's standing there. There's a timer up top, so you mm-hmm. assume it's some sort of like almost Riddler-like scheme yeah. that she set like up. A detonation. We got timer. 60 seconds to go. It's gonna blow up. She clearly has bombs. Um, they discover that the bombs are inside of her, and they're in these like nanites. So they're basically fission bombs. Yeah. And they're going through her bloodstream, and she's generating them. And once there's enough of them, she's just gonna explode, and it's gonna kill everybody there. So they're trying to argue the logistics of getting everybody out of there. They don't have enough time nope. trying to stop her, all yeah. that sort of stuff. What is weird, though, this whole like analysis thing, it's Amadeus Cho that basically breaks down what's going on. Does he have some sort of like X-ray vision as the Hulk? No. He is super smart. He's a scientist. Yeah. He's, basically he's really, like, really smart. He's like basically Bruce Banner. I got that part. It's just, I guess the way they cross-section everything was maybe for us to see. But it's like he knew down to like exactly what was going on. Uh, but anyway, so Nadia Pym gets the bright idea to like go super small, a la Magic School Bus style, yeah, yeah. and go down uh, this person's throat and try and like destroy all these little nano nanites before they can explode. They're basically saying like the, the amount of time it's taking you to do this, you don't have enough time, and you're not going to make it. And then you see just boom go across the screen, and then you see everything kind of fall apart, and it's like a, like a danger room, basically clone, a danger kind room of. Type thing, yeah. So they've been training, and Natasha's been put into the ringer. And she's like, all right, what was, like, the very obvious solution here? And everyone's like, like what are you talking about? Like, we've done this a hundred times. Like, there's no obvious solution. And then you hear uh, Miles Morales say, stop her heart. Basically, kill her. Yeah. And it everyone's... This is the lesson she's trying yeah. to get across. Like, sometimes... Sometimes you gotta gun them down. Yeah. Which, I mean... You've seen other characters, like Captain America's fought for this decision but even before he was Hydra he's like yeah. he was because of his background willing to accept casualties sure as long as it saved far yeah. more people Natasha's even like like she would be one life who's evil versus like a room of a hundred exactly there's like yeah. ten she'd go right. somebody down if it saved like one yeah. other person yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah I'll kill this bad guy yeah. so uh, I thought that that was a really cool very, scene very, she's like you guys like you've done this a hundred times but you failed every right. time because the only way out of these scenarios is for you to learn that you have yeah. to kill the target. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, then we're out in Montana. You want to take over, Link? Uh, yeah. Sure. I know his favorite part's coming up. We, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we head on over to uh, to Montana. We key up with kind of the old school Avengers. Uh, we got... They're following up with Sam Wilson. They're trying to trek across because they're looking for the cube fragments. Yeah, so this right, this squad is. I'm trying to get Hercules, Ant Man, Scotland, Ant Man, Sam Wilson now that they ran into, and Quicksilver. Quicksilver, yes, yeah, thank and you. And Tony Stark AI. I think they're a And more. drunk Tony Stark AI. Yeah, but there's a chick too. Um, ba, 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 yeah, probably. Yeah, well, that's, that all sounds right. That all come back right. to me. Oh, Mockingbird. Oh, yes, Mockingbird. Mockingbird. It is Bobby. Yep, yep, that's right. Bobby Morris, Mockingbird. So okay. they're kind of talking, and they're like, listen, Sam, you got to take us around. Like, we're not dealing with the real cap. And he's like, you think I don't know that? And then they're like, <laughs> like this, this fucking guy's the head of Hydra. Like, we're not dealing with the real cap, obviously, dummies. And then they're like, since day one more. <laughs> and then they're like, listen, what are you doing out here? You're just like chilling out, you're like you're like doing your thing, you're like running some shitty restaurant. He's like, listen, I have helped uh, six hundred and forty seven people get out of this like Hydra state. Yeah. Like across the border, yeah. I'm not I'm not dressing up like a Looney Tune anymore. I'm not running into the streets, I'm not knock, knocking heads. 
but I have saved 647 people from like certain death or worse or worse and like I feel good about that and that's something like, that he's kept track down to the exact yeah, yeah. exactly so it's something he's he's passionate about you yeah know, he's not just like dicking around he's doing the hero thing in kind of his own way yep. and they're like listen what it's going to come down to is uh, not only do we know what the situation is now, we know how to change it, and we have a way to track the fragments. Uh, you need to get us there. Uh, now, Dragon, Dragon Balls. we key on <laughs> over. The final scene on this page is just a banner <laughs> that says Hydra Youth. Uh, annual science fair <laughs> on the mall. So good. Uh, Captain America himself is here walking through. He meets up with the winner. It's on the National Mall. Yeah, and, and he's like, what's this, kid? And the kid's like, ah, it, it's an inhuman detector that's solar-powered for so you can uh, bring it with you when you go camping or for emergencies. <laughs> and he's like, oh, good, good. I do yes. like to execute inhumans. Yes, yes, good work, son. <laughs> keep it up. Yeah, uh, I laughed so hard. Yeah, he's got Sharon Carter walking around with him around the mall. Yeah, who is like not happy. She's like, why the fuck did you bring me out here, you absolute lunatic? And he's like, listen, I wanted you out here. And she's just like, fuck you. And he's like, all right, listen, cards <laughs> on the table. This was probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I just see now. Just try and act happy. <laughs> just camera smile at least once. He's like, we, we need to seem like united. People respect you. I respect you if you would only and then we got a guy like in the middle of him trying to be like yo Sharon chill uh, we got a guy come in and he's like S- supreme leader uh, we need you in the meeting some, some shit's going down <laughs> lots of hailing of Hydra happens yeah. uh, Cap's like yo I, like, I was on a date we were at a science fair what the hell is all this is that what he calls it? <laughs> uh, like we have a confirmed location on another cube fragment so he's like well I hope this one goes better than that time Black Panther cucked us all <laughs> um, it's the three star dragon ball <laughs> yeah so we get a sense. A couple things happen here. We know that they're searching for yep. a fragment in Atlantis, uh, Atlantis yep. uh, Namor's place, and we know that Freaking there Namor. was uh, a fragment in Wakanda, Wakanda that, that they Panther went has. to get and they failed because yep. Black Panther supposedly Black Panther like shut them all down. Yep. Now here we got Taskmaster. We got uh, Black Ant. Black. Who's it? Black Ant. He's like Black that, Ant. the yep. wise cracking. Uh, sidekick to Taskmaster. Okay, Zemo. Uh, we got Baron Zemo, kind of the, the main team running around. We got uh, that. That's kind of our main team. Oh, so and uh, don't forget Superior Octopus. Oh, yeah, he's right. There. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He's there as well. Because he's joined up with like the Taskmaster. Like he's joined yeah. Hydra. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, what we see is they got bubbles on their heads. They're they're under the water. They're in Atlantis at this kind of like super temple where they think the fragment is. They're rolling through. They're, like, cutting everybody with swords, shooting people with underwater guns. Uh, they find the fragment. They get to this, like, priest, and the priest is like, listen, shitbags, I ain't got to tell you dick. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, ah, oh, well, we'll just get the Scarlet Witch to rip all the information out of your brain. He's like, oh, well, that doesn't sound so good. So, <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Well, I guess there's nothing I can do about that. Um, so... Come to find that it's a fake, Scarlet Witch finds out that the fragment isn't actually there. Like, Namor knew that they were coming and moved it. Uh, Zemo immediately, like, kills the priest. He's like, yeah, super smart Namor guy letting you die in his place. Fucks that guy up. Uh, They go back. Cap's like, god damn it. 
Um, but it turns out they found a second fragment of the cube, and they're all getting ready. They're like, listen, Cap, we're so sorry. We let you down. Information was on us. Uh, they didn't have the right fragment, but like, listen, we'll take care of this one. He's like, nah, I'll handle this one myself. Assemble the Avengers. Uh, so super, super can't wait to see when they go for that fragment. Cause he also have... destroys that temple, though. No, oh, they nuke. As, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He of, nukes. Like, he nukes the temple to say, yeah, like uh, Namor's got to learn. Like he can't just fucking. Yeah, we're we're gonna decimate everywhere he has under the water. Yeah. Um. So we we come back to the kind of the Hercules team, the the Mockingbird team, walking through with Sam Wilson. Yep. And Quicksilver was like, listen, just tell me the coordinates. Like, let me run up ahead. And he's like, no, shut your fucking mouth. Uh, you're not running anywhere. Nobody's going ahead. We're doing this my way. Like, you see trouble. You keep your freaking head down. Uh, nobody's doing anything, and we're going to get to where we're going. We've come to find that we're going to, I think, Brazil. Or are we? Or, right, or are we? Yeah, they, so they tell Sam Wilson that they want to get into Brazil, but they're not sure if that's actually where the fragment is yet. Uh... Because it seems like the only people who actually know where they're going are Bobby and AI and Tony Stark. Tony Stark, yeah. Because she's like, that's not where we're going. He's like, Listen, Shut up, shut if up. The, yeah. if, any of these fucking spineless, if any of these fucking spineless cucks knew where we were really going, they'd fucking run away right now. Yeah. Now, we get, we get some kind of like singular odd like splash page. Uh, we get a, a, a voice kind of talking in a very dark room looking at a picture of like an old, old school picture of Cat Vision. Um, like basically the, like the original, original yeah. Avengers. Uh, and he's like referencing it as a family saying, oh, like we got to let the family in. He's speaking to Jarvis. Um, and Jarvis says, uh, shall I activate the perimeter defenses master PIM? And he goes, no, that won't be necessary. In fact, open the gates. We want a warm welcome. It'll be nice to see our family again. And we see Hank Pym, which almost kind of also looks like a half fused with Ultron. That's what I thought too. And then I looked at it a little more closely, and it's the it looks like a broken half of the Ant Man mask. Yeah, you that's look, what it you is. see like it's the mandible on the right side. It, it honestly, but that's why I asked Andrew earlier. I was like, is that who I think it is? And I I immediately thought, well, because he, he also creates yeah. Ultron. Yeah. I can see going either way. It, it's it's hard to tell from this, and maybe they left it purposely ambiguous. But like, it, it could. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was supposed to be Ultron or or his Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. it's a little hard to tell. But then we come back to Ultimate Steve Rogers. He's gotten the girl to the lake, uh, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry, we're here." And she's like, "Yeah, I can rest here. Um, I like, I don't have long." And he's like, "Nah, chill. Don't don't be like that. Don't be like that. You'd be all right." And she's like, no, I'm I'm totally dead. Like, I literally got, like, 30 seconds left. Uh, and she just says, uh, what did she say? Like, basically, you're going to get free. You're going to beat everyone. Like, things are coming, and you're going to be able to overcome them. And he just puts them into the water. And presumably flashes back to his mother's passing. Yeah. Kind of on the next page. Uh... Like, so saying kind of like we knew what hope was again. Uh, we felt the fear that comes with the change of losing something. Uh, we realized how keen they would be to strip it from us. That when we saw we believed again in even the possibility of a better tomorrow, they would answer today. 
uh, and answer in full measure. So kind of like he's gearing up uh, to kind of come in and be the hero that we need. Um, Hell yeah, he is. Now, I love this. I love this last part. So if you guys don't mind, I'll, I'll see us out. But Captain Boomerang, he's kind of waking up. General goes, Boomerang. Goes into the bathroom. There's a landmine strapped to his mirror. And he's like, what's that, what's that, what's that landmine? I don't remember that landmine being there. That's something I would have placed but there. landmine blows up. He's thrown out of the bathroom. He's like, yeah. shit. He's like talking about money the whole time. He's like, holy shit, not my money, not my money. And he goes, don't worry, I'm not here for your money, I'm here for your knowledge. Like this guy comes up to him on the streets, puts his boot on the guy's head, and he goes, oh, on that case, I have way more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the money, take the money. <laughs> Listen, you know, take the money, and I got way more of it if you just get your freaking boot off my head. Uh, and this guy's like, Listen, uh, you know, I'm not my boot's not going anywhere. Uh, I could be the red right hand of God, or I could be your punishment. And we look up to a bloody splash of uh Frank Castle saying, yeah. Hail Hydra. And the friggin' symbol That's on his cool, chest. Yeah, so cool. It's a mix of the Hydra symbol and, and the, the Punisher, Punisher skull. So the, the middle part is the Punisher skull with the tentacles coming out, with the to be continued. So we have the Punisher, Frank Castle, catching up with the guy who uh, set up the meeting between Hill Natasha and, and Maria and Hill. Romanoff, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and you even said, like, it, it's not that far stretched, or it's even really fitting that you see a Frank Castle side with kind of. Uh, how did you put it? You know, like Frank Castle sides with. Uh, it's, not, it, it's not necessarily out of scope of his character that yeah. he would side with an authoritarian state because yeah. he wants to crack down on organized crime, is basically right. yeah. just execute all crime. Sure. And to your point, he loves Captain America. He like he loves would ride America. to the gates of fucking oh, hell yeah. on the back of Captain America to just gun down like his enemies. So it, it's not. Yeah. It's really like cool to see and kind of like not a stretch at all to see that like he would join up and yeah. he would like wear the banner of. Plus, um, he gets to actually gun down his enemies. Yeah, for, yeah. for like for real. For, 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 yeah, he's he's like you for the government because yeah. like if, if he. He loves him so much that when, when Cap was out of commission out of the, after the first Civil War, like that's when Frank took up the mantle of Captain America. And like everyone was super uncomfortable about it. They're like, <laughs> we can't have you doing this. He's like, no, nah, that's cool. They're like, nah. Kind of like Infamous Iron Man. Yeah. Now. But like, like even worse. He was, he was Captain America and just like executing people. Like, we, we can't do that. <laughs> but now he can. He has what a time to be alive. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. A little saying. Hail Hydra for Frank Castle. Yeah, oh, Hydra man. Frank Speaking of people being alive, but not for long. Oh. Uh, we are in round four, bum, gentlemen. Bum, bum, bum. Of Astonishing Alcoholics awesome. Battle World. What, you, uh, I mean, I should plug the website. Yeah, I'm looking at you, it right uh, now. For Listen. all you at-home players or player, challenge.com. <laughs> Slash AA Battle World, sponsored by Challenge. It's it nothing to do with. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. All right, now we can just jump straight in here. What are we on? We are on round four. That means we are in our final four bouts. Yeah. Four bouts, eight contenders. The elite four bouts, eight. 
This is the elite. This is the elite. Okay, I thought we were in it like the last two times. That was a sweet sixteen. Now that I got them all straight. Now, now you're the sports guy, so I blame you. We got we are round four, match one. We have. Odin the Allfather wow. versus Shazam. Oh, two wow. wielders of lightning and thunder. Holy smokes, that's good. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. my gosh. All right, let's break it down. Let's break it down. Listen, I'm, I feel like I, I know what you're going to pretty early on. <laughs> I just don't see Shazam standing up to the Odin force. Uh, damn, this is tough. <laughs> this is tough. What are... What, if any, are Odin's notable weak points? So Places I would say the explore. only the only notable weak point he has that is ever mentioned that everyone talks about is they'll get him in the Odin sleep when he sleeps. The tuber, the when Odin he sleeps tuber for sleep. seven days. Huh. Is he doing that right now? No, <laughs> no, he's not. He's in battle. Well, he's had a, he's had a couple of pretty tough battles. Uh, true, true. He had I, think his, I think it's time for him to go to sleep. He had to take out Jean Grey and Doctor Manhattan. Uh, oh, that one could have put him to sleep. And Bane yeah. with yeah. no survivors. <laughs> <laughs> that would have yeah. Okay, um, so that's that's one notable weakness. Shazam's obvious weakness is the fact that he's relying on a total fuck up kid. That's true. He he has he's not like battle hardened like Odin. Right. Does. Yeah. So Odin is predisposed to battle. Shazam is. He's also eternal. So not only is this guy effectively run by a kid, but he's run by like a twelve year old kid. And Odin is effectively a billion year old war veteran. Yeah, yeah, but like it's it's you know maybe they just age longer. <laughs> yeah. Know? What is that? I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah. I'm not uh, sure that was a real sentence. You know, like 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 like. Uh, Giant sea turtles lived to like 150. Odin's a sea turtle. (laughs) Why I do like sea turtles, so. so. (laughs) I think we're all agree Odin wins this fight. Yeah. Damn. I I really, I really do think it'd be an insane fight, though. I think, I think if if Shazam could transform before he got to, because because kind of what I I think you almost assume that he is in Shazam form going into the fight. Well, I kind of think he's or, or he's like, like yelling Shazam. because yeah. that's what I love. Uh, or he's that's just that like shit I love. It's like, oh hey there, Mister Oda. Yeah, that's Shazam. <laughs> that's that, that's that good shit. That's the shit I love. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I figure he walks up and he's like Shazam, and then the Odin forces ripped him asunder. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ooh, before the lightning. Could yeah, hit. ooh, that's not so good. <laughs> yeah. Also, if Odin controls lightning, can he just stop the lightning oh, from hitting Shazam? Fair question. Well, what Shazam if... controls lightning? Can he just stop the Odin's lightning? Only as Shazam, though. Yeah, he's fine. He's got to get there. Yeah. Listen, he's got to get there. I'm on board. Odin controls it. Yeah. Odin wins. This what happens. Billy. What's his name? Billy says. Billy Benson says. Shazam. Lightning bolt's trying to hit him. Odin says, "You're mine." Rips the lightning bolt. Hits Odin. Odin Shazam now, and he totally cuts. This kid. Odin wins. Takes out Gungnir and just cuts this kid I'm, down. I'm not sure that anyone can beat the Shazam Odin hybrid that we've now created. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's canonical as far as the tournament. So yeah, canonical. Now he's, 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 he's just Odin. <laughs> that one's in the books. Fine okay. argument skills, good sir. Yeah, thank you. I can argue pretty well for Odin. <laughs> oh, uh, round four, match two. Uh, this, I think, is going to be a quick one, don't <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, Batman have, We have Doomsday uh-huh. versus Batman. 
Wow. God. I'm a Batman. I hate that we even put him in here. I'm probably responsible for Yeah, you probably are. You put all the dumb people in here. (laughs) Dr. Manhattan. Oh, I put Doomsday in so that you would say Superman. Oh, well, that well, backfired. Never yeah, we're dealing with dudes. Yeah, the only reason I've kept Odin in is because I needed to cock all of your choices. <laughs> but I digress. I vote Batman. <laughs> I want to vote Batman. Just to get Doomsday out of here. But no part of me thinks that yeah. Batman's going to be Did everyone see the, the motion picture masterpiece Stop where it. Stop it. at Doomsday the end wins. of the movie... Doomsday wins. Doomsday has cucked Superman. He's killed him in the streets. Wonder Woman showed up. I'm gonna hit you with my stuff. He ripped her head off. He's dead too. And then, <laughs> and then Batman's laying on the ground. He's like, shit. And then Aquaman. Remember, remember Aquaman, like the the little aqua well in the back of the place. And Aquaman comes out of there, and he's like, I'll have my own movie soon. But take this magic, <laughs> magic weapon. And Batman runs up and stabs Doomsday through the heart with it, and then he walks away. Wow, is that true? What? That's how the movie ended. Whoa, oh, movie. I feel Batman now. Batman vs Superman. No. To be fair, I drink very heavily. Every time, every time the movie was bad, I drink a whole beer. more, more or less than Suicide Squad. Oh God, because <laughs> that was pretty. This is a conversation. You were pretty another night. I drink heavily for both. What, yes. are, we, what are we saying? Uh, yeah. Andrew, you say Batman. I, I feel like I say Batman, but it's probably dude. It's, <laughs> It's gotta be doing yeah, this. You killed Superman, so I can't be mad. <laughs> see, see how you fare against Shazam Odin Doomsday. Uh, <laughs> Tune in next week <laughs> to find out. Uh, round four, match three. We have Reed Richards versus the Silver Surfer. I got it. It's easy, Reed. Yeah. No, Reed. No, no, Hold on. There's got to be somewhere. Here. Silver Surfer has gone head-to-head with the Fantastic Four before, right? Yep. Yes. And who came out on top? Silver Surfer. No, no, no. <laughs> Reed Richards would make some kind of super cool... Not this time. <laughs> to Not be fair, this we've time, had Reed Richards beat Archangel, Karnak, and Iron Man. The Silver Surfer can create anything and dismantle anything That's by true. will. I mean, I'm, I've voted Silver Surfer before I even got to this. So. But it reeks of machination. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't but, but it don't matter that. on this one because yeah. he's sending them straight. He's going to be like, machinations, maca it is, bitch. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. I vote Reed Richards. Yeah, I vote Silver Surfer. God yeah, Silver it. Surfer. Yeah. The right, tides dude. were too strong. Oh, my I know friend. exactly who's winning this one. Okay. This is current day Doctor Strange. We are <laughs> No, this is Marvel. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. This is all this current kid. No, 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 I don't even win this one. I've yeah. seen it. No, no. It's no. played out in the pages of Secret Empire. <laughs> Round four, match four. We have Captain America, Hail Hydra yep. versus Doctor Strange. Captain America. Captain America. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What do you mean I'm a kid? This, this is, is a dark dimension. This is canonical Marvel Universe Doctor Strange, not shitty like Jason Aaron Doctor Strange. Question, question. Oh, that's right. Question, sir. In uh, Secret Empire, does or does not ca- uh, Doctor Strange have his powers? It's not written by Jason Aaron. It's written by <laughs> Spencer. He has his. He, he has. Does. His powers. He does. Yeah. He does have his powers. 
in Secret Empire <laughs> is or is not Doctor Strange trapped in the Dark Dimension at the hands of the machinations of Captain America. He is in the Dark Dimension. In Secret uh, Empire is or is he not neutralized and is Captain America just fucking bitches and running No, he's not neutralized. He's not neutralized. He's not, he did reach out and assault Madame Hydra. And Madame Hydra's like, yeah, he's in the Dark Dimension. Oh, she's like, ah, oh, she's so powerful. He's in the Dark... All the way from the Dark Dimension. Yeah. How powerful yeah. can this guy be? I want to see Rogers say. Cockadoodle. Suck it. Hail Hydra. Look, what I think you're also forgetting is Vibranium blocks everything. He wins. I, I, listen, I say Dr. Strange. You guys listen, cast your votes. I would votes, love to vote Dr. We're Strange. Talking about, we're talking about in a straight up one-on-one matchup. We're not saying Dr. Strange is in the fucking dark dimension of the battle world. He's in the goddamn <laughs> battle world. I'm saying Dr. Strange in the streets Face to face fighting Captain America, who wins? Cap would say, Hey, what's over there? And Dr. Strange would say, Flames of Faulty is over there, bitch! Cap would say, What's over there? And he'd walk over there and he'd be like, Oh, that's the dark dimension. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I left it. And he'd give a little hail hydra, and then uh, and Cap, would, and Cap would just walk away. Like, Oh my god. Listen, I love Dr. Strange as the next guy, but I, if I didn't have empirical scientific evidence in front of me, Captain America, the master tactician. All right, listen, hey, we have a vote system. I say Doctor Strange, and I, I think know. there's no way Captain America beats him in a fight. But uh, you guys cast your votes as yeah, professionals. Did. As yeah. professional so. comics men. <laughs> did you vote Captain America? Yeah, I voted Captain America, you idiot. I've got empirical evidence right here. You can't go against the scientific method. It was laid down by our forefathers. That's true, All right, well, that's I will take absolute solace in the fact that next week Silver Surfer is going to dematerialize Captain America. <laughs> Question. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Is he outside of the planetary defense shield? Can he or can he not break the planetary defense shield? Uh, he would absolutely be able to break the planetary defense shield. <laughs> nah, he wouldn't so. show up. because. Well, <laughs> he wouldn't show up. That's true. Hail but, Hydra. But. <laughs> that's another battle for next week, good sir. We uh we lost some comrades today. Uh, I feel like we need man. to we need to drink one out. I've already finished my drink, thanks to you animals. We we lost <laughs> these these battles get tougher and tougher. We lost Shazam. We watched Batman. Yeah. We lost. Yeah, let me tell you, Reed it does Richards. not feel good losing Batman. And we lost Doctor Strange. But it especially does not feel good losing Batman and die Doomsday. But yeah. think about yeah. The good news yeah. is Doomsday probably loses. But think about <laughs> yeah. I mean Shazam Odin's gonna cuck him. But think about <laughs> think about the alternative. Like we could have lost Odin. We could have lost Silver Surfer, and we could have lost Captain America. So like yeah. at this point in the in the tournament, like any way you slice Either it, this is sucks. really tough. Yeah. I gotta drink yeah, this. I can't wait for Captain America to be on top. Oh, he's gonna win. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, until Secret Empire tells us. Yeah, how until Secret Empire him. says he's no, the only no, one no. who can beat him. I don't see Ultimate Captain America in the air. You'll notice that they didn't bother writing Silver Surfer because they're like, oh, well, we can't even have this guy in there because you just obliterate the defense shield. Now there he is in the background. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally calm. He's the distant star running away. <laughs> I don't want none of that. <laughs> Silver Surfer surfing off again. Oh my god. Alright, well that's this week's Battle World. Thanks, Chalange. We had a couple of winners. Just a recap. Odin took the match. Doomsday took his match. Silver Surfer and Captain America. What's uh, next week called? The... 
Final Four. Final Four. The Final Four. Two bouts, four contenders. We're almost there. Yeah, we will have our final matches next week. Well, then we have to have the final, final match. Well, then we have the final, final match. The semifinals and the finals. Thank you. Animals. Yeah, well, we have the final match has next week. I see what he did there. And then the the week after that, we have the final match. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your English. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Andrew, uh... (laughs) Oh, he knew it. I was going to say Kia's into the next segment. The you next segment. Uh, we're talking next week, one shots. You know it. I know it. What's coming out next week? What are we excited about? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I almost read it right off the You should I almost read it. Nothing Got wrong it. with that. Yeah. Uh, I am excited for Nova. A little seven. Richard. The big dick. <laughs> but it's like Sam Alexander. There's actually a lot of stuff coming out next week that I'm pretty excited for, but Nova has just been so, 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 so strong, and I'm really looking Hell forward yeah. to what happens next. Faux show. Gentlemen. Oh. I am most certainly looking forward to Andrew vomiting again, so that's Savage Things. <laughs> Damn it. It's on the list. I will vomit. <laughs> Brutal. Love, love the story. Uh, really looking forward to seeing what happens after uh, Kane and Abel's big showdown. We saw last issue. Um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to throwing up. But, uh, <laughs> I am looking forward to Avengers, the eighth issue, after you uh, linked us into Avengers, the seventh issue. Yeah. Which brought uh, Iron so Man into the fold. So fucking good. It was very good, and it's got my interest peaked because Avengers X, a.k.a. Um, Whatever their name is that I can't remember right now. They're doing something with the X-Men, so that's all that matters. <laughs> and Doctor and Doctor Doom is there, too, so it's going to be a good time. Yeah, Avengers, it feels pretty good. I feel good about that one. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. As always, that's all we have to uh, waste your time. So with that, we bid you adieu. And on the count of three. Listen. Oh, okay. (laughs) You handsome gentleman. You handsome bastard. (laughs) As well. You're no gentleman, you sack of shit. (laughs) (laughs) On the count of three, we'll just shout whatever nonsense comes to mind. Good night. And Godspeed. One. Two. Three. Hey, you son of a bitch. That's good.